This is Christine Brown, and while I have to listen to this podcast as my motherly duty, you have the choice not to. My sons sometimes say some naughty things when they're trying to be funny, but really, they're just being stupid. You still want to listen? Go right ahead. I am not your mother. Welcome back, everybody. Patriots Dynasty Podcast. Getting close to the end of the 2002 season. We're on week 15 as we travel to, I don't know, where in Tennessee is it? Nashville? Can it I is. That up? Yeah. It's got to be Nashville. Yeah. You, boys have, you boys have been. I have not. The Nashville, Tennessee to face the 8-5 and five Tennessee Titans. Uh, the Patriots also 8-5, and five, so this is a, a game that means a lot in the playoffs. And we will come across that soon enough, at least for the Patriots. Um, but before we get stuck in, Steve Brown, would you like to introduce your guest? Yeah, we have Scott joining us, not because he's a Titans fan, though, just because Go. you heard how awesome Trevor had here. So here he is. I heard Trevor on. I got really jealous. Felt like I needed to one-up him. Uh, we'll see how it goes. But I, I was also kind of a Titans fan just because they had like a cool logo yeah, and cool colors. You know, so was Steve, actually. As I could draw the logo really well. I found no, an easy logo to draw because like I'm a child and <laughs> it was like a T, but it was also like a sword. It was super cool to draw and then had like flames and shit off it. That's flames? I don't know. I just thought it was yeah. a T with like some stars around it or some shit. No, and then at a circle, it had like the red and blue flames coming off it. I was really good at drawing the Falcons logo because it was like a straight line at the top and then a curve at the bottom. It was super easy. It's yeah, a good Pat's one too. really fucked up with an impossible to draw logo. Impossible. The new one's not that bad. It's, it's easy Dude's enough. face? I don't know. I'm terrible at that. I've had a lot of practice. I bet Greg can draw it. I mean, it's tough to make it look like it's supposed to look. Yeah. I cheat well, like, I'm, like, a couple I'm of in the mountain, but like, it still comes out a little weird looking. Because I'm a terrible drawer, that's why I like the Titans one. It's just a T. It's, it's just straight lines and shit. It's easy. It, it was a super downgrade from the Oilers, though. Those old Oilers jerseys and helmets are so sweet. The colors I feel like, were... Yeah, I feel like those helmets colors? were up there with the old Patriots helmets. Like, it yeah, just screams old school. Yeah, I agree. I was just a fan of the baby blue on the mm, Titans, yeah. you know? It's nice. It's like the Chargers baby blue. Yeah. Anything's better than what the Chargers are wearing now. Have you seen them this year with those like neon yellow <laughs> pants? It's like if Steve had designed a uniform. Titans is kind of a shitty name, you know. Like, does does it even have any relevance to Tennessee? Probably not. Maybe they're the Titans of industry. It's super mm. generic, though. Well, didn't uh, Chris Berman? He wanted them to be the uh, Tennessee Tuxedos, which would have been fucking <laughs> sick. Yeah, you imagine sick uniforms. Jersey. Yeah, sick yeah. jerseys. Just like yeah, just like black everywhere except for like the the front, like chest piece. Yeah. Would be white, a little bow tie at the top. Dude, bow ties. <laughs> God, that would be. That would be so sweet. I feel like it, it would look kind of soft, though. You know, just like guys out there in fake tuxedo looks. Nah, you look oh, like no. a gentleman. Yeah. Everyone looks great stately. Tuxedo. Yeah, Is a gentleman like? Are you scared of a gentleman, though? I feel like you not You look at someone Bond. in a tuxedo. You feel like you can fuck them up. No, what you're, you're, you're brown. Yeah. yeah, say that to James Bond, dude. Yeah, you're, you're right. Like, you're right. I'm sorry, I take it back. <laughs> but this was not. The Tennessee Tuxedos. This is the Tennessee Titans, unfortunately. Um, and unfortunately, they kicked the shit out of the Patriots in this game. 
We lost. We start with the score. Yeah, they lost. <laughs> Damn. Thanks for coming, Greg. They lost twenty-four-seven. <laughs> there were no highlights for this game. Awful game. If someone should. That's why. That's how bad it was. There were no highlights. Yeah, yeah. There were actually. I literally couldn't find any highlights except for one guy, who was I think some like Titans historian or something like that. Who had like a minute fifty-two clip of the pick six, and that was it that Tom Brady threw. <laughs> Hard. This is a hard, awful party. I, I really, really regret coming on this episode. Yeah, this was not a great episode. Did you actually watch the game? I actually watched the game. I was like, I'm going to be all in on this. And then I watch, I look at the score and I'm like, fuck, I already made a mistake. And then I watched the first half and I'm like, this is just the fucking worst. This game sucks. You watch first half, you're like, how can it get worse? And then it does. Yeah. And then you watch the second half. So, yeah, so let's do the watchability score out of six Lombardies. Steve, I think I heard you say you gave it a one. Yeah. The final score is, what was it, 24 24 to seven. seven. And it wasn't that close. It wasn't. It should have been. The Titans were running clock basically halfway through the third quarter. (laughs) Pretty much the whole game. After Brady threw the pick six, yeah. But this was, was, it was a microcosm of the entire season where the Patriots couldn't stop the run, couldn't actually run the ball, and then just, like, gave up on it completely. I think, uh, Greg, do you have the stats there? Let's see. Uh, sure, what do you need? Rushing yards for and against. Well, George had 100 yards on the ground with another 50 from McNair. Oh, and another 80, 85 from Robert Holcomb. Right. So, Jeez. yeah, so Tennessee got uh, 238 rushing yards. The Patriots had 56. Yeah, but 10 of those were from Tom Brady. That, though, because Eddie George had... 31 rushes yeah. for 100 yards. 31 rushes. It was 100 yeah. yards oh. by, like, yeah. LeGarrette Blunt, but without LeGarrette Blunt making a big run at all, just three yards fall over. Yeah, it was not good. The average was stopped. three yards, and I felt like every single run he had was also three yards. It was yep. brutal. Except for that, he had one that was 15, and then everything else was literally three yards of carry. Mm-hmm. It was bad. Yeah, this is 2002, huh? Yeah, 120 passing yards for the Patriots and 127 for the Titans. Yikes. In the whole game. That's what I'm saying. I knew that. I looked that up at like halftime. Yeah. Yeah, I did the same thing, Steve. (laughs) Like, how bad is it really? And it it was that bad. So, yeah, I give it... I mean, this is probably, I'd say, the worst loss we've seen so far. I mean, there's been some Dolphins ones that were brutal, but this is score wise. Like the pages don't lose this big, really ever. So I, yeah, yeah, I felt like it was much tops. worse than the score as well. Just because, like I said, they seemed like they were just running out the clock the entire game. They just ran the ball over and over again, and we couldn't stop them. Mm-hmm. And, and even if they tried to pass it, uh, McNair would drop back to pass, and then the field would open up in the middle, and he just like he wasn't even running. He was more like limping for ten yards a pop. It was awful. Yeah, he was. Although, I mean, the first, maybe watch the first 10 minutes of it because there's some awesome names in there. Oh, yeah. Do we want to get into those? I can come back again later, but there's so many good players that you're like, oh, shit, I remember him. I remember him. I remember him. Yeah, I think we'll see the Titans next year. But let's uh, let's get in this Titans team. Uh, They would finish the season 11 and 5, first in the AFC South, the vaunted AFC South. Um. They would beat the Steelers in overtime in a shootout, 34-31 in the divisional. 
and lose to get their doors blown off by the Raiders, who would, we you know, go to the Super Bowl uh, 24-41. Not great. Um, this was Jeff Fisher, though, which it was, this has was be surprising to see Jeff Fisher beat the Patriots because this was literally his only time he did it in the seven games that he played. Can we get his record against the Patriots? Because yeah, he was six and one. Oh, no, the Patriots were six and one against Jeff oh. Fisher's team. Oh, so this I was going to say only... Fisher was six and one. I was like, I thought it'd be more around five hundred. Nope. Not against <laughs> against the Patriots. Everybody um, overall. But they were they were rolling coming into this game, right? They started one and four. Yeah, so they kind of mirrored the Patriots' season where. They won their first game. They lost four in a row. So the Patriots won their first two games and lost four in a row. And then they won, I think it was coming into, it was like six of the last seven or something like that to get to eight and five. And the Patriots, you know, kind of did the same sort of thing. So they were kind of mirror images, but I think, I don't know why, but it seemed like the Titans were more legit eight and five than the Patriots were. Because even in like these wins that we've seen this year, they haven't been particularly like dominant in any fashion. Um, they've just they've been winning, but they've been kind of like boring wins, like we talked last week. Yeah, so, yeah, that game in Chicago was really boring, Andy. <laughs> was it a deserved yeah, yeah. win? Would you That's say overtime against a Chiefs snoozer? Yeah, a real snooze fest. <laughs> really I'm talking about the. I'm talking about since those. No, you're talking about the podcast that we're recording based on the season. That's what's boring. I disagree. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is a legit team, though. I mean, they're, what, yeah. two years, three years removed from their Super Bowl, right? Correct. 1999? Yeah. So they went 13-3 thir- for 1999 and 2000. And a lot of those guys are still on this team. Yeah. But they're, they're kind of starting to break down now. Like, we're talking about McNair. He... They were talking about because no. this was uh, Al Michaels and John Madden, first of all. Amazing. But they were talking about how McNair didn't practice during the week. Yeah, for like the last so six hurt. weeks or something, he yeah. just gave up on practicing. Yeah, he just shows up on game day and fucking slings it. I don't know. Like one. Classic Steve McNair, though. He did that forever. Mm. Like, yeah, because they, they, they showed some like infographic of like all the injuries he'd had over the years. It's like, oh, he has a bad toe and he's got a bad knee and he's got a bad shoulder and he's got a bad ribs and he's got a bad other shoulder and like just on and on like every single year he was just like dragging his ass through the season but doesn't he go to win an mvp after this in like two years remember when patriots beat the co-mvps manning I and believe i believe it's next year oh I want me to want to get into steve mcnair i got a lot yeah, of notes yeah. on him for sure. Steve McNair. I got a lot of notes. I watched his uh, A Football Life, Steve McNair. He's the man. <laughs> nice. He is the man. So let's start at the beginning here. He's born, he's a, he's a country boy through and through. He's from Mount Olive, Mississippi. Yep. So he's super talented. He, um, he, gets, he was drafted by the Mariners out of high school. He got, he got offered a full boat, uh, full boat to play at Florida, but they wanted him to play like defensive back. So he said no, and he went to Alcorn State, right, which is uh, in Mississippi. It's an HBCU, and it's also Division One AA. So basically, UNH of Mississippi, dude. And yeah, <laughs> and he 
he fucking dominated. You know, I can't remember whose stats we were talking about last week, but his senior year stats at Alcorn State, he had uh, combined yardage on the ground and through the air. He had 6,281 yards and 56 touchdowns in 11 games. 11 11 games? He was averaging 570 yards of offense a game and five touchdowns. (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit. Holy crap. You should should look up his college highlights. They're insane. Does he have college highlights? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh fuck yeah, dude! He was a thick boy too. They were, they kept mentioning it in the in the football life. There was they mentioned the st- game all the time too. Yeah, yeah, the game. <laughs> dude, he actually came third in Heisman uh, voting at Alcorn State. Yep, that's the, insane. It's tied <laughs> for the it's tied for the highest ever like finish for a one double A player. Holy shit! Mm-hmm. Did he yeah. run a bunch in? college too or did he kind of pick that up in the nfl i think he did run a bunch in college i want to i mean sounds like trucking everyone yeah i think it was like five thousand through the air and a thousand on the ground jesus in 11 games that's insane (laughs) i have a hard time doing that in madden on easy (laughs) he was a thick boy though you know So he, uh, there's a great story from when he was like at college and they were, they were talking about how he, how he hated lifting weights and his, uh, the strength coach was like, uh, I said that if he could go over there and like, uh, bench press 260, 10 times, he wouldn't have to work out for like the year. And he said, he just went over, knocked it out and then went, took a nap in the weight room. <laughs> <laughs> what a badass. Yeah. That's my kind of guy. It's incredible. Damn, yeah. Jesus. So then he, so he, he, you know, has that really successful senior year and he's pretty highly touted coming out of there. He, he, so 1995 draft, he's picked third overall by the Houston Oilers. He's the, the highest drafted African-American quarterback at the time, which I thought was pretty interesting. Wait, when did he get drafted? 95. Wow. So he's like, this is I, I looked it up and the the names you'd recognize before him like Cunningham and Warren Moon, hmm. those are the guys that kind of like set the standard I think. Yeah, makes um, sense. but he was the first ever MVP, like Steve was saying. He was the first ever black MVP, um, second ever black quarterback to start in a Super Bowl. Can you name the first? Uh, Doug Williams. Nice, Sandy. Ah, wow, nicely done. Nailed that. Nineteen eighty-eight. <laughs> yeah, Redskins. Yeah. Um, remember his name so i mean he it took him a little while to get like the the win the starting job by the time they went to tennessee that's when he started really picking it up so i think that was 99 i believe yeah and that was the year they went to the super bowl they had the music city miracle made the pro bowl so that they went 13 and 3 that year so 2000 to 2005 is really is like heyday so we're kind of in the midst of it here yeah no kidding Yep, he won the MVP in 2003 with Manning. Um, there was <laughs> there was more people talking about him napping. He loved taking naps, apparently. <laughs> I think it was Jeff that. Fisher that said like he used to nap before every practice and every game, and that if he didn't get his nap in, he'd play really poorly. <laughs> 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 this is just ridiculous. He's like all grumpy and shit because he didn't get a 
<laughs> snooze in. Are there like, <laughs> like temperpedic beds in the locker room just for him? Dude, I don't know. Dude, that doesn't do He's probably napping on the floor. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He, he's just a country boy, you know? He just yep. like take a snooze wherever. <laughs> <laughs> you need to go play for bar after let me take a little nap. Yeah, so he ends up he it sounded like kind of a sour ending in uh Tennessee. They drafted Vince Young, that was his replacement. Oh uh, right. Um, that worked out. So they traded him to the Ravens. He he, he actually went thirteen and three with the Ravens in 06. That's right. And then after that he kind of tailed off and then he retired like two years later. And then if you remember, he actually was murdered a little oh, while was ago. He? Did you know that? No. I thought I thought it was a suicide. I thought it was something else. Yeah. It was a murder suicide. So oh. it was one of his mistresses, right? This Uh-oh. like <laughs> it's this twenty year old Iranian bartender at Dave and Buster's. <laughs> no, you're making that up. Yeah. I swear <laughs> to God. Is this off Wikipedia? I'm gonna have to fact check this. Fact check it, dude. Sahel Kazimi. <laughs> so she's his mistress and i guess what they think happened was she saw his other mistress leaving their his like he had like a separate apartment where he like took women back to i guess that his wife didn't know about okay so he went there one night and basically she shot him three times and then shot herself in the head at the apartment. Shit, that's super sad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's fuck. I mean, it's one of those things where I, there's there's a lot of like conspiracy shit shit uh, floating around about it. But it seemed pretty cut and dry. I mean, she was going through like uh, issues with money, and then she saw the other chick. She was, I think, a bit. I mean, she's Iranian. So, <laughs> careful. <laughs> How many Iranian listeners do we have, Andy? Do you think? No offense to Iran at all. It's fine. Hopefully, we love you guys. Hopefully, none right now. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, a tragic ending, but uh, a pretty sick career. And, like, there's all sorts of cool stuff he did with, like, um, they said he had, like, a football camp in the South where he had, like, 11,000 kids come through the camp and not a single, it was completely free. For every single person, and like Cam Newton went there, Vince Young went there, so like some pretty big names went through oh, his shit. football camp. Yeah, that's, good. that's wow. sweet. Yeah. Another yeah, one of the reasons I actually liked the Titans was because they had Steve McNair, and he was like, he was like the original like Deshaun Watson. Like, no, I think I got a good comp. It's Ben Roethlisberger. Whoa, you have to back like, that up, big no. dog. He's more athletic than Ben, he, though. Definitely yeah, more athletic. But he, he also, ben also al- always seems to be hurt. I'm like, skipping a ton of practices and playing. You know, Ben's a tough son of a bitch. That's true. Yeah. And he's like, he can run pretty well, and he's tough to bring down. He's tough to bring down, in, for sure. In yeah. this game, he had that touchdown run where he broke that guy and then just yeah, blitzed Ty Law. Straight the goal through line, everyone. Right through Ty. We're like three dudes. Ty went to go meet him at the goal line, and he just ran over him, and he got, like, ping pong with another safety coming across. It was a fucking gritty run. He had that yeah, fourth and goal. QB sneak. Yep. He was a pure grit. <laughs> I love how he's just like a country strong boy, too. I need to meet somebody like that, you know? 
<laughs> Don't you live in North Carolina? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But that's not really country, you know? I mean, they can't be too far from there. Not in Durham, yeah, just go there's like, definitely some country yeah. smart people. I'm talking like Louisiana, like Mississippi. Yeah. He opened like a, a crawfish restaurant too in Nashville. Like, you know, just super Southern shit. That's what, that's what I need. Was this stadium the same one that we went to, Greg? I didn't know if they built a new one since yeah. that. Yeah, it's the same thing. It's a different name. It was Adelphi, Adelphia Coliseum. So they built it when they moved... Oh, right. In 1999, I believe. I think Did it's been grass any better now, though? Yeah. Because there was a shit ton of talk in this game about how god-awful the grass was. Really? Like, basically, they only replaced the turf between the numbers. So there's a strip of, like, actual grass, and the rest of it was, they literally called it painted dirt because they were spray-painting the sidelines because you couldn't actually see where it was. And there was a bunch of guys, like, stepping out of bounds, uh, like trying to catch a pass because they didn't know they were out of bounds because you couldn't actually see where the line was. Hmm. And Belichick, Belichick I guess, was before the game had like, it. yeah, he made them like repaint it to make it more obvious and it still didn't work. Yeah, they showed a clip of him before the game like pointing at the sideline like, hey, we need to paint this spot yeah. right here. This is going to be an issue. <laughs> and it was. Yeah. Multiple times yeah. for both teams. It was a sloppy field, yeah. It was, Madden it was, was pissed about it. He was, yeah. Madden was like, "This is a these these teams are like billion dollar industries, and they can't afford yeah. grass." The fuck is this? He's like, what are they doing? Are they working on golf courses? This is unacceptable. <laughs> yeah. It was awesome. Yeah, I enjoy, I really I've forgotten how much I enjoyed Madden. Dude, Madden he gets best. a lot of he gets a lot of shit, but uh, like looking back at, on what he's talking about now compared to the guys we have today, I think I take Madden over any of them. He, uh, yeah, did you I catch agree. that at the end of the first half when the Patriots had just like a little bit of timeout left and like one or two timeouts? <laughs> yeah. like, they should go for it. They need to throw this ball. They need to get down <laughs> the field. Yeah, he's like, I've learned my lesson. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. Yeah, it was great. Taking shots at himself. No, he was great. I, I really enjoyed him. It's sad for me that when I hear Madden, I just think of like Frank Caliendo's impression of Madden every time. It's, oh, it's shit, like a yeah. sad thing with me. I don't even remember the actual Madden. A great impression, really though. He's an all-timer. He is all oh, He's really good, yeah. Rewatching these games give me a whole new appreciation for his commentary. Yeah. yeah. The only thing I could remember from Madden was like, it was always him doing Cowboys games. It was like the only memories I had of John Madden. And him saying in the Super Bowl, don't go for it. That was like the defining memory for me for Madden. Yeah. But everybody forgets that he changed his tune halfway through. He's like, actually, you know what? Fuck it. Let's do this. <laughs> I mean, he's just, you know, saying that, call it as he sees it, which is pretty sweet, which I like. Yeah. That's how he saw it at that time. And I think we said on that Super Bowl episode, you can kind of see where he's coming from. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Can we talk about uh, his eyebrows for a second? They're incredible. <laughs> They're a different color from his hair. It's insane. Bush how does that even make sense? Mm. Super bushy, too. Incredible. Oh, like, as a guy with bushy eyebrows, I appreciate his eyebrows. <laughs> you, you tweeze him? I should. Instead, I just let him go wild. He doesn't bad that, Greg. He just lets him fucking go crazy. Yeah. yeah you, you know you have bushy eyebrows when if you go to, like, get your hair cut, and they, they take the trimmers and the, the, uh, the comb, yep. and they, they, you know how they do it, like, by your ear? They do that on your eyebrows, too? Like, oh, fuck. Yeah, I had to tell the lady, hey, <laughs> hey, what are you doing? Leave the eyebrows. She just Not started right. buzzing them off. They, they know better than I do. They can do whatever the fuck they want. Yeah, they, <laughs> they are a different color. 
Yeah, they're like a yeah. dark brown, and yeah. he has gray yeah, hair. Yeah. It's bizarre. Yeah. <laughs> he's, a, he's a rough looking dude. <laughs> oh yeah, he, he yeah he's uh Well, yeah. what's the quote? He's been he's been ridden hard and put away wet. I believe the time. <laughs> That's why he didn't like flying. Guys. <laughs> what? Yeah, what was that? I think it's a motorcycle thing, but uh, yeah, been ridden hard and put away wet. Is that specific to him, or is that just a, a phrase you know? That's just That's a, phrase a phrase I know. I've heard that okay. phrase, Andy. I think it's like yeah. saddles or something like that, where they fucking Maybe, yeah. and get them all weathered. Ridden hard and put away wet. That definitely sounds like a sex joke. It hasn't been taken care of. Okay. You know who's right. ridden hard in this game? Uh, the Patriots offense by the Titans defense. Good <laughs> 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 <What> effort. <laughs> uh, I'd say Andy George. Defense, the and defense three point something yards per carry. Garbage. That Titans defense had a ton of studs too. Yeah, they did. Yeah, there's some big names on that defense. As Rookie well. Albert Hainsworth, Javon Kurtz. Yeah, should we talk about Albert Hainsworth? Yeah, and his I feel like he's he's got some notable incidents. Roughing the passer. Do you see that super dirty roughing the passer? Yeah, it wasn't that dirty, but it was definitely. <laughs> <roughing the passer. laughs> I mean, we've been watching these games for the last couple of years, and it's astounding how few. You know, roughing the passers there are. Yeah, that now I mean, it definitely is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That that would have been in today's NFL, but back then I, I think it was. I was surprised to see it called. Oh yeah. We've seen Brady crazy. get hit like that before, and there's been no flag. But I mean, with what we know about Albert Hainsworth now, I, I'd say it's deserved, even though right? it wasn't at the time. Maybe they just encouraged him to be who he is today by calling a foul on him on a soft one early. Yeah. What do we know? What, what do we know about know him now? Um, well, we know that he's 6'5", 317 pounds, and can run a 4.8240. That's pretty quick. Which is fucking bananas, considering Tom Brady ran a 5.28. So, he ran a 4.8? 4.8. Oh, at 317, apparently. So, That's absolute wild. fucking monster of a man. But, uh, in, uh, according to Wikipedia, an inc- in an incident foreshadowing future incidents with Hainsworth, Occurred at a Titans training camp in 2003, where Hainsworth kicked his former teammate, center Justin Hartwig, in the chest, then had to be restrained by other teammates. So, started early. Kicked him in the chest, huh? Yeah. Was that like a teammate. standing kick to the chest? Was he sitting down? Like, because if it's a probably, standing kick down, to the chest, that's impressive. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if, I mean, he can run fast, but I don't think Hainsworth is getting his foot up to somebody's <laughs> chest. Yeah, I don't know. What's his Just saying. Like? Maybe it was on his knees or something? I don't know. All right. All but right. Uh, three years later in, in 2006 is the famous one where uh, in the third quarter of a game against the Cowboys, running back Julius Jones scored a rushing play, and the center, Andre Garoud, I guess, fell to the ground and his helmet was removed by Hainsworth. Hainsworth attempted to stomp on Garoud's head but missed so he tried it again. Second stop opened a severe wound on Garode's head, forehead, narrow, missing his right eye. Um, it's a clean play. That's better. <laughs> Referee Jerome Boger assessed Hainsworth a 15-yard unsportsmanlike conduct penalty, to which Hainsworth protested by taking off his helmet and throwing it into the turf. Hainsworth was then assessed an additional 15-yard penalty and was ejected from the game. Jesus. And yeah, but he... it's on the extra point, so who cares? Yeah, and then he kicked the locker room attendant in the chest. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
He's a good guy, though, I swear. What's worse, yeah. the Jason Garrett or that? I mean, that's got to be worse. I don't know. Jason, Jason Garrett. Jason Garrett. Not Garrett um, from the Browns. Miles Garrett. Oh, oh Miles. With, yeah. With yeah, the yeah. helmet smash. <laughs> Probably I, this. I might. Yeah. I don't know. If he connects with the helmet, though, that's going to. He did. Home. He bonked him on the top of the head. He bonked him. <laughs> it's an incredible word. And the, and the fact that you can call it a bonk, I think it just goes to show that uh, Hainsworth literally trying to curb stomp some dude in the middle of a football play <laughs> is probably worse to me. Well, I mean, he right, we can, fucking we'll put out a, almost took the guy's eye out. Do you want to be hit in the head by Miles Garrett with a football helmet or stomped? Curb stomped by Albert Hainsworth. All right, which would you rather? Which death is better? Uh, I'll probably take the stomping. Absolutely. I might take the helmet to the head. I think it'll be. I'm gonna take the helmet to the head. Yeah. No, I feel like he really really gets you in the head or the eyebrow can knock you out. What you got? I I don't think so. Uh, In 2010, Sylvia Mina, a stripper from New York, claimed in a $10 million lawsuit that Hainsworth impregnated her and left her with no financial assistance. As I said, he's a good guy. We're not giving him enough chance. Are we adding Uh, that to the poll, Greg? Or like... (laughs) (laughs) He he beat somebody up in a traffic altercation. I guess he partially paralyzed somebody. While driving in speeds excess of 100 miles an hour in his Ferrari. That was in 2008. Holy shit. Do we know what this guy's doing now? Well, in 2015, he pled guilty for reckless boating. (laughs) In in 2019, he revealed his kidneys are failing. He's seeking a donor for transplant. Oh, you made it sad. Looks like the uh, chickens have come home to roost. <laughs> if you will, he's working at Dave and Buster's with that other woman <laughs> that you're talking about. <laughs> in response to Hainsworth's failure to pass a Redskins conditioning test in 2010, the edition, uh, the August edition of uh, satire news organization, The Onion, ran the headline with an accompanying, accompanying photo: "Report: Albert Hainsworth just a mound of ice cream and hot dogs." He was a fat bitch. <laughs> he was. Wasn't he the one that had the play where he just like fell down and then just like gave up on the play and just lay there? Yeah, that was awesome. Tired of a play. That was amazing. That was legitimately hilarious. That was when he, oh yeah, he was on the Redskins, right? Yeah, I think it was the Redskins. Of course, it was the Redskins. Who else would it be? Classic. How many like good years did he have though? That's the question. He was pretty he got, good. He, he got was a good bunch for a while. Money, I yeah. Felt like. Yeah, he got one wicked huge contract, right? Yeah. Him and yeah, Sue so were like the same oh, kind of player right around the same time. Oh seven and oh eight. He was way after first team all pro. Oh. Yeah, because I think the O seven, that was his last how long did he play with the uh, the Redskins or the uh, Titans? O two to oh eight. So it was those last two years right? and that's what got him paid. And then as soon as he got paid, he's like, nah, fuck it. Was he on the yeah. Patriots? Yeah, two thousand eleven. Yeah. Um, he didn't even make it out. Did he make it out of uh, training camp? No, I don't think he made it out of camp. He lasted less than four months with the Patriots. And on November 8th, 2011, Hainsworth was placed on waivers. So, yeah, technically. Uh, yeah. His placement yeah, yeah. on waivers came days after he got into a confrontation with assistant Pepper Johnson on the sidelines. Ooh. <laughs> That's yeah. a bad decision. Yeah, come on. What are you doing? Bad decision. Not the Pepper. Yeah. 
All right, so so they've they've got guys on both ends of the spectrum. We've got uh, Steve McNair, we've got Albert Hainsworth, and we've got Eddie George. Eddie George, yep. Who... Eddie George, I'm I'm going to say something right now. Uh oh. And uh, we're in the circle of trust here. He is an incredibly good looking man. You he is so? very good looking. Yeah. Very I think he looking. looks a bit like an alien. Andy, I think your insecurities are really coming to the surface right now because if you don't think, and the picture I'm staring at of you right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Wasn't I the one that brought up uh, the hotness of the Patriots quarterbacks last week? That's true. So, I mean, some oh, of these so pictures maybe, look better. Maybe you're just racist. No, it's <laughs> just the head shape, man. Dude, like come some on. of these pictures. All right, no, I'm going to show you the picture I'm looking at. Okay. And you can tell me if I'm wrong. I, I took it because I was looking at uh, his headshot from from the game. So let me let me put it up so y'all can see this. I feel like it's like a hot bald head, though. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's like a good bald. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah. like, th- this is the picture I'm looking at. I still think he looks good there. He's very yeah. symmetrical. He's like, yeah. angled. he looks a strong bit like an alien. Strong, very jawline. strong guy. But jawline. then, if, if you Google him, like, some of these are much better. Like this, like, yeah. I'm like going to get that, that's, Kelly that's Kelly nice. here. Give me a second. Yeah, what is, what's Kelly going to say? He look, yeah, he looks a lot better not in a uniform, I think. And I might be the uniform with the shoulders. He's just a good-looking dude. Yeah, I don't know where you're going with this, Andy. He looks like he could know. be like on a talk show. Is he? I don't know. He should be. Dad fact check. Me. What's a fact check? Uh, does he have a, a talk show of his own? Eddie George? Yeah. Because he looks like he should. He does. He does look like a talk show host. Doesn't appear so. Damn it. Oh, wait. <laughs> Oh, God, it's sweet. He does. <laughs> you want to know what it's called? Fucking called it, obviously. Oh. It's called Radio, comma, by George. <laughs> <laughs> I your opinion on if this is a good-looking man or not. We're getting, we're getting some uh, female Professional opinion, opinion here. Yeah, okay. yep. Hi, Kelly. Hi, Kelly. Hey. All right, Kelly. This guy. <laughs> How many Lombardies does he get? <laughs> Out of six. <laughs> yes and no. Yes, no. See, oh, that's no. all I'm saying. Some of them are like, some of the pictures are not great. Look at his smile. <laughs> Smiles good. Enough. But if he's not smiling, he's got I mean, that like stare on. There. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <Coming> <laughs> <around>. <laughs> well, I think it's all in somebody's personal opinion. I'm not a big bald-headed kind of... Fan. That's right. <laughs> Careful, Greg. Better hope that hair holds up. How many stars? <laughs> yeah, Greg. You kidding me? Greg's gonna shave oh, his head on purpose. Ten. I'm gonna give him a nine. Hey, a nine, dude. That's pretty fucking good. He's looking. athletic. He has good features. You should Whoa. see. Like a nice okay. Guy. I feel like it's a yes or no sort of thing. And six pack. Not yeah. anymore. Takes care of himself. You should see him fuck. <laughs> Have you? <laughs> He's got a talk show. All right, thank you, Kelly. I think we need to see Greg's uh, search history. <laughs> <laughs> Eddie George naked. Eddie George porn. Eddie George penis. I got to pull up a shitload of results. Honestly, it's it, yeah, it has to be better than uh, Brett Favre's. <laughs> How many how many Lombardies would you give to Eddie George's penis? Like how many lengthwise, you know, oh how many Lombardies? 
<laughs> Kelly, oh, <laughs> be gone. Speaking of sexual innuendos, though, Al Michaels, I, I feel like back in the day, the, the primetime commentators were always trying to walk that line. I think it was because uh, who was the guy that they had in the booth who was supposed to be like a comedian and he didn't work out well. He was like the third guy and he was always supposed to be like towing the line. Dennis, like O'Leary or something? Oh, yeah. Dennis something or other. Yeah. Uh, Dennis. Fuck me. I'm so bad. Dennis O'Leary sounds like it could be a person. Dennis no. Miller. Dennis Miller. Miller, yes. So I feel like this was like the time when the guys were trying to be edgy and Al Michaels like introducing the game comes in and says, uh, as the 15, 15th week of the NFL season climaxes. And then he starts like introducing the game. Like, how, why would you, how, the, the week climaxes? Especially the, the week 15. Yeah, is that What's even Monday like, night? Yeah. I guess. Does a yeah, weekday okay. climax? I don't know if I put <laughs> Sunday night scaries as my climax either, you know? The crescendos. That's probably the local. Maybe crescendo's a go of a climax. Like I feel like he's trying to shoehorn that in. That's uh, it's, that's a bad a fit as, as me doing football not football. That's Al Michaels trying to do football not football. But he he, he said no a John few Madden. questionable things though. At one point, like they go to the PTI crew, and he comes back and says, "I feel your angst like a six point nine earthquake." Like, is that a 69 <laughs> reference? What is he trying oh, to say there? I missed that, yeah. I feel like he's I just think, trying to be edgy, and he's just really bad at it. He's just not good at it. He's like me. <laughs> also, I did not know PTI was that old. 2002? Yeah, and that was the halftime show, apparently, which, fuck that. I'm glad that didn't make it into the, uh, the recording that we watched. Another L. Michaels thing after they showed PTI, he said... Those guys are a very unusual combination, as in a black guy and a Jewish guy. Like, it's also a questionable thing to say. That's <laughs> yeah, pretty questionable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they were definitely trying to make this, like, because it turned into a blowout in the second half, and they were trying the best to make it, like, still watchable and, like, an event. Uh, so they had Hank Williams Jr. in the booth, too. I think it was in probably the fourth quarter. Oh, he sucked. Yeah, and they're like, oh, well, you know, because you're, you're part of, you're the guy that does the, uh, are you ready for some football? So are you? Like, bro, it's the fourth quarter. He's been ready for some football <laughs> from Nashville. But he was garbage. He was so bad. He had yeah, literally nothing important hat. to say. <laughs> yeah, so he brought Madden a cowboy hat, which Madden tried to put it on, but then he didn't have his headphones, so he couldn't actually commentate. And then he gave Al Michaels red suspenders. And you could tell Michaels is like not having. He's like, I thought it was a seatbelt. The fuck? <laughs> I have a confession to make. I've watched all the games so far except this one. At that point, when he gave, pulled out the cowboy hat, I skipped forward like ten minutes. I was like, I can't. <laughs> You've watched it. every minute of every game, Steve. The podcast I've been on, yeah, I didn't watch. A couple wow, of that. I didn't, wasn't on early. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty good. It's not bad. Yeah, I I did the same. Once once we got to the fourth quarter. I just had it on the background. I was like doing other stuff. Like, eh. So I'm literally on the worst game that you guys have seen so yeah. far. <laughs> it's up there. We've had some uh, games in Miami when Brady first started that were. See, I missed those games. I didn't bad. watch that Miami game. So this. Is yeah, I think that. I think the first Miami game was probably right now the only game I'd give a zero to. 
zero Lombardi's in terms of watchability score. It what did you give this one? I'll give this one yeah. a half. I'll give it a, a half, one. But you just talked about how good the commentators were, Andy. There's a bunch of great names in it, which made it, it did. It didn't. It's not a redeeming factor, Greg. When you talk about great names, are you saying like funny names or no, like just like players that like names. you hadn't thought about? Or like names. Steve McNair, dude. You know, he was like Javon Curse. Javon Curse is on it. Yep. Yep. Samari Roll. Mm. Yeah. Keith, Keith Bullock. He was Keith fucking Bullock. sick in this game. Frank Wycheck. Okay. Yep. Who was the other uh, cornerback? Dyson. Dyson, yes. There's there's the cornerback Dyson and the receiver Dyson. Remember Kevin Dyson? Yep. He was like their best Dyson receiver. brothers. Yep. Right, right, right. Derek Kevin Dyson. Dyson in this game? He didn't do anything. Yeah, he was in it. Uh, one of them was injured. There's another one they had that was super good. Derek Mason. Yeah. Derek Mason was awesome in this game. Yeah. He was like their best yeah, player. Dyson was injured and Mason was in. But yeah, they had two fucking sick receivers. I honestly thought Holcomb might have been their best player in this game, which is weird because I don't yeah. even know who that is. Neither do I. Yeah, he was like ah. some – they just picked him up, I think, for, was it from the Rams or something. Yeah, he, he was, was their third down back. back, and he absolutely gashed the team. He was incredible. We couldn't stop him. Every time he got the ball, he ran for like 20 yards. Yeah. He had 8.9 average. And Greg said like That's... 81. <laughs> and Eddie George had like a 3.0 average. Yeah. So – a pretty good team yeah talent yeah. shame shame they had jeff fisher huh yes <laughs> Allies, <laughs> they were stacked so i was shocked they showed jeff fisher's record at one point i didn't write it down but it was above 500 by like 20 games yeah. i thought he was 500 like his whole career but apparently he actually was decent at one point I, you know I, th- I think this this run with the titans uh basically got him like all the way to the, the ramp. Leeway, uh, all the leeway in the world. Yeah, I wrote this down. Afterwards. I, I, I looked into this, and I wrote it down because it was funny. So <laughs> I looked back to when he started. So he, you're right. He, he, since like 99, he'd been good. He had like a couple 13 and three years. Yeah. So, but he took over. His first full season was in 95. They went 7 and 9. 96, they went 8-8. Eight and eight. 97, they went 8-8. Eight and eight. 98, they went 8-8. Eight and eight. And I was like clicking through on Pro Football Reference, and I was like, is this loading correctly? But it was. It was just the same fucking record every year. Holy shit, you're right. Yeah. Yeah, and then he had a few good years in a row because yeah. he finished – he was at, uh, well, Tennessee or slash Houston for 17 years. And was uh, 142 and 120 overall. It's not bad. So 542, just above 500. But then he went to the Rams and was never over 500 in any of the seasons with them. Was he seven and nine every year? Let's see. With the Rams, he was seven, eight, and one, seven, and nine, six, and ten, seven, and nine, and then four and nine before he got fired. So basically, <laughs> it's like hitting the minimum to not get fired is what he did forever. <laughs> yeah, it's incredible. Yeah, because if you like, win, like, go ahead, Steve. Didn't he have a record he was trying to set with like a number of losses or something like that? Oh, he was like was one away like from that. it, and he retired. He got fired right before he would have broke the record for most losses as a head coach or something like that. Yeah, it was something like that, wasn't it? Just embodied his meat. His, I, if I was him, I'd be like, let me get another coaching gig. I just want to go. I just need to lose one two. more game. Just a game. Just a game. Uh, yeah, like, a, like just, just sign up to be like the Redskins interim by, at the end of the season. <laughs> right. When someone gets fired, which happens all the time every year, just bring me in for the last game of the season. Yeah. Get Wasn't it he, uh, like, 
he got fired right after he played the Pats, right? When he was about to set that record. Was it? I remember we dominated him because that was the game that uh, Blunt had that fourth and one carry that he ran for a touchdown. Was it like the beginning of Jared Goff's career too or something like that? Something like that. Let's see. Patriots against Jeff Fisher. When was the last game we played against him? PatriotsDynasty.info slash search slash games. 2016 was their last game against him. Pages beat him 26 to 10. I think he does have the most losses ever. Really? Uh, yeah, that was the Blount. Impressive. Fourth and one. I feel like that's like a, a really an achievement, though. It's like Brett exactly. Favre the most interceptions. Yeah. You have to be you good enough be around to get along. there. Yeah. yeah. Good enough to still be there, yeah. That's true. Tom Coughlin's on there, number five. That's Don surprising. Shula, Tom Landry. Tom Coughlin could have a couple years left in him. He could he could catch Jeff Fisher. <laughs> How long did Don Shula coach for if he has both the most wins and the most losses in NFL history? It's a good question. Isn't uh, question. Belichick's chasing him, and he's still like 40 wins away. Yeah, it's like oh, This is from a oh, pro football Don. coaches, records, coaches, total. Here we go. This is what we need. Don Shula. Don Shula, 490 and 328. Jeez. Wow. Oh, wait, wait, wait. No, 328 and 156. How many seasons is that? 33 so years. almost 500 coaches. 33 years as a head coach. Oh, oh, dude. You're right, Steve. He is exactly tied for the most losses ever with Dan Reeves. <laughs> Dan Reeves. 165 losses. What's Jeff Fisher's overall record? Wins. Reeves uh, must have more wins, right? Yeah, Reeves is 190 and 165. Fisher is 173 and 165. <laughs> that is so perfect. <laughs> wow. I mean, that's fascinating. I could see Jeff Fisher coming back. That's what I'm saying. Just give me I'm, one more let's loss. Let's bring him back. Bring him back for week 17. <laughs> no one cares, you know? And the other team's sitting there starters anyways. I could see a dumb organization just bringing him in, like, as a fresh start. Like, oh, yeah, we need a fresh start. Let's bring in Jeff Fisher. You know he'll be able to get us to 500. <laughs> he probably could. I think anyone is 7 and 9. The Jets would be like, ooh, 7 and 9 looks pretty good right now. <laughs> oh, man. My favorite thing so far has been to go to the Jets subreddit. Oh, this season. Yeah. They are melting. They're not even melting down, right? They're just numb to it, I think. That's just the honestly, fact that Adam Gase is still their quarterback, uh, their head coach. I like reading about that shit more than I like reading about the Patriots or any other Boston sports is Jets tears is like my number one. Yeah. I figured, I figured you'd be the same. <laughs> oh, I love it. I fucking love hate it. Every little bit of it. All right. Should we do some best and worst for this then? Yeah. Let's, uh, let's get there. All right. Steve, you guys go first there. No, I'm going to pass on going first. You go first. All right. Greg, you want to go first? No, nah, I'm going to pass as well. You, right, want me, you want me to go first? Yeah, right, yeah, you go first. All right, I tried to take some notes. Let's see. All right, best Belichick's jacket that he was wearing was incredible. It was like a starter jacket, bright red. Yeah, I just I want that thing. There's one like, with the elastic on the wristband, right? And like the yeah, V-neck. yeah, and the elastic nice on the. Uh, I have one like that, but it's blue and it actually has uh, a number eleven and blood cell on the back of it. What you have one? It's fucking legit. Yeah. Greg, yeah. I still have your original starter jacket. The Patriots one? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm surprised it still fits you. 
I just felt like the red Pat starter jacket. Like you never see that. I've yeah, never seen the old that school like Pat's awesome. like scroll text logo on it. Yeah, it was incredible. like the curly I just, P. I want to find that in Belichick's closet. You can find it on eBay. Oh, we we may have to look. Gotta go on eBay. <laughs> Patriots red starter jacket. It's like a poofy windbreaker, though. It's not like the zip down one with the hood. It's like no yeah. hood. Yeah. Neck. You know, elastics at the wrist and at the waist. Oh my god! Yeah, and is that kind of like shiny material too? Yeah, yeah. That thing was god like, awful. Absolute fire. You have a worse, yeah. Scott. Well, can I give another best? I tried to focus on the positives because the game was so bad. I didn't want to just like say you found more than one. (laughs) All right, so I this was my first like old Pats game I had watched in a while. So my best was actually Tom Brady's like butt chin. No one ever talked like it just vanished (laughs) one day. But like he used to have a nice butt chin. I don't know what happened to it. We were legit talking about that last week, weren't we? Like where? Yeah, just it's just gone. Like he must have had some work done. And I think, I think what we decided was that if you were married to Giselle, you would also have work done. Wasn't that where we landed? Uh, yeah, whatever she's got. Whatever I got to do. We're good. Maybe yeah. it's like all the water he drinks just like went straight to his chin. <laughs> the liability. Simple. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely um, I know. Like that blew my mind because all the old pictures of him, they show him with that little dimple butt chin oh, and yeah. all of a sudden – it's just not there anymore. So then is Maybe that a best or a worst? Age. I, I said best. I like the little butt chin. I kind of miss it. Oh, but is your worst that it disappeared? Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, my worst was going to be the field because it was so bad, but we already talked about that. Oh, it was awful though. It was really, really bad. It was, it was literally, and I mean this literally painted dirt. Like they, they were out there with spray paint guns, like painting the the field green and the sidelines white. Is this staring? Yeah. Yeah. What is? Do you guys hear those jets? Is that what that was? Yeah. Yeah. How dare you give a jets reference on this podcast? Oh, wow. Yeah. Right. You son of a bitch. And you're wearing green. Who the fuck are you, Steve? It's the Celtics. Dude. Doesn't matter. Still green. The only way to get rid of a butt chin is with an implant. <laughs> All right, there it is. Step check. So we got work done. Dude, he probably got a chin implant. If that that's implanted, him. what else is implanted? His Asterisk. Arm. Yeah, he's fucking deflating balls, implanting <laughs> chins, dude. We can't trust anything this man says. <laughs> oh, fuck me. Uh, he's still beautiful. All right, he I is. have two best as well now. Whoa, two oh, best. Okay. Uh, one was the ref cam in God 2000. damn it, that was my <laughs> Go ahead. I didn't know that was a thing in 2002. We, yeah, we've talked about it earlier. It's not a thing now. I see it in college football. I never really see it in the pros. Yeah, it's such a great view. It was sick when it, he got hit in the head with the ball. Were you going to talk That's what about I was going to say, yeah. Going, that was going to be my best was the, web, the, uh, the ref cam. Tom Brady drilled a referee in the face, like the, whoever the guy stands in the middle like drilled him square in the face and he's the one that was wearing the camera and the video of it is amazing. I'll put it on, on the, the website and I'll put it on. I'm the, not going to lie. I notes. missed that when I skipped through. Should oh yeah. You missed it. It was awesome. Oh, he got, let, let me see if I can pull it up real quick for you boys. The ref like tried to act cool afterwards too. Cause he got, had just been drilled in the face, but you could tell he was pretty shook. He was pretty I, shook. I hope he shook too. Uh, Tom Brady just 
pegging. And it, it was a it was a cannon too. Like it wasn't just like a quick throw. Yeah. He was trying to gun it into the tight end coming across the middle. So let me, I can't uh, wait for the uh, the quarterback cam that we'll get eventually, like the VR. Oh Ooh. yeah. So we yeah, can. Why watch. isn't that a thing now? Yeah. I want to watch Jameis Winston like stare down a receiver and throw a pick <laughs> <laughs> from his. So here you go. Here's the cam. Oh, right in the yeah. <laughs> that's, that's awesome. Right? What a great. And here, here's the actual. <laughs> what, what an idiot. What an idiot. I mean, he didn't go down to his. He's on his feet still. Yeah, but like an absolute cannon shot. Yeah. Right. right like square. Amazing. Also, like, if you're a referee, fucking duck. What are you doing, dude? Get out of the... What are you watching? What are you staring right at it? (laughs) Almost an interception, too. God damn it. Amazing, though. I guess that could be a worst, you know? Ref getting in the way of Tom Brady. He would have been like... No, it was worth it for the content. Still the best. 40. We were already done at that point. It was just like... In the fourth. Brady probably did that on purpose. He's like, check out the (laughs) sick view I can get. My other best is uh, I was so bored in this game. They had a uh, promo for the Nets Celtics Christmas Day game, so I looked it up. Yeah, they did. Scalabrini played for the Nets then. He scored two Nets? points in the game, and they blew us out like crazy. They smoked us? <laughs> oh, great. Damn it. Paul Pierce. This is not a good weekend for uh, Paul Pierce Boston like Sports. He was like 12 for 40. Oh, that's <laughs> yeah. 81, that's 117. Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting fucking I'm getting fucking ads for fucking cleft chin bullshit. <laughs> cleft Dude, chin I'm getting it for some reason like preparation H. Oh, never mind. That's different. <laughs> <laughs> oh good. For real though, why preparation H? I did that was a joke, but I am getting preparation H ads. It's like they know me better than I know myself. They just do. Googled Eddie George a bunch. Maybe he has something <laughs> uh, there's the Hainsworth. It's a it's a pseudonym for something. Even Busters? All right. What you got? Best and worse. All right, All right. best and worse. Yeah, go ahead, Jay. I'll go. I got my my worst. I've I've been holding this take for a little bit because I didn't want to admit to it, but I think Antoine Smith kind of sucks. He's not as good as I remember. I'll give yes, you I remember thinking he was like a, a power back. Maybe I'm think like thinking Corey Dillon that era. No, I but Antoine Smith thing. just not doing for him. He he had six carries for 31 yards. With one rush of 23. Yeah. So he had five carries for, what, eight yards? Pretty woof. Much. Dude, woof. Yeah, he, the he one was game in this game. He was, was good, good, like, when we first started watching. We, he, we've seen his decline. We've seen the back half of it here. Yeah, Remember I think when you're right, yeah. When we first got on this podcast, we were talking about how they signed him from the Bills. Yeah. And he was sick at, like, the first. Well, remember, they, they had their choice between him and Priest Holmes, but Priest Holmes was more expensive, so they went with the cheaper option. And it was Anton Smith. And then I think got them what they needed in 2001. And then he they was good enough to win the Super Bowl, right? Would you rather have mm-hmm. Antoine Smith and Corey Dillon or Priest Holmes? Because they kind of went and got Corey Dillon when Priest Holmes was still pretty good, I would think. That's probably Corey true. Dillon was sick. I might choose those two. I mean, 
Yeah, I wonder what the overlap would be between Priest Holmes, his career, and when he was good versus Corey Dillon. I don't know. Probably pretty close, right? Corey, Corey won a Super Bowl, that's for sure. Yeah. Yeah, that's got to be coming pretty soon, I think. Oh three, oh four, maybe. Touchdown records right around then too, if I remember. Him and LT, those two years back to back. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. Antoine Smith doesn't get any better from here. Here on no. out. No. No. How long does he play for? Three more years. He's one more year in New England. With all right, and then Corey Dillon comes in at 04, right? Yeah. And yeah. Then, okay. I didn't. I didn't know that Antoine Smith went to Tennessee and then New Orleans. I vaguely remember him in New Orleans. I don't remember Tennessee. Yeah. Ran for like 700 yards in New Orleans. Damn. Like that's Buffalo was first. Yeah. How long was he yeah. there? He was there for four years. For four, three Yeah, months. and then kind of like he was really good and then kind of tailed off because he wasn't getting as much usage. Yeah. The new coaching system, if I recall. Looks like that's true. Yeah. Uh, my best from this game, Rohan Davey getting some action. He did. <laughs> the, the fucking Jam- Jamaican cannon from the bayou. <laughs> uh, an absolute Talk about garbage. A country time. boy, dude. A yeah, Jamaican man. that played at LSU. God. I bet that guy got some sick <laughs> stories. The same size as Steve, too. Dude, he, yeah, he was a thick boy. boy do you yeah. want to do a uh, guess his weight? Sure. 235. Okay. 258. Whoa. Steve? I'll go, I'll go 264. 6'2", 245. Damn. Wow. <laughs> he was thick with two Cs, boy. <laughs> I think they said McNair was 230. Yeah, how much is, yeah it was. Because they said Brady was 225 and McNair was 230, but they were built different. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> McNair was like, built like a linebacker. Yeah. I feel like McNair is shaving a few pounds off of that. There's no yeah, way. I, yeah. I think he's a bit more than that. <laughs> Brady's <laughs> adding some on. I don't know. What was uh, Jared Lorenzen? Let's, let's, oh, yeah, the hefty lefty. We'll put that as the benchmark, yeah. The yeah. round mound of touchdown. Yeah. He had to have been three. No way. I would love the to compare Cam Newton, what was it? and Ben Roethlisberger size. <laughs> he was... He was 6'4", 315 pounds. 315? Hey, what do we say Albert Hainsworth was? Yeah, right around there, 325. Yeah. The Albert very uh, throw boy. The hefty lefty. <laughs> Ran a faster be- 40. <laughs> Albert Hainsworth or the Pillsbury oh, throw boy? Hainsworth. <laughs> he ate me. <laughs> Albert Hainsworth with 335. <laughs> Thirty-five. Wow. I bet Hainsworth ran a faster for sure. Yeah, it's not even close. What a story, Jared Lorenzen is, huh? He actually played in the NFL as a three hundred pound quarterback. That is just fucking right. Incredible. incredible. Inspirational. Yeah. Never give up on your dreams. Yeah. He died though recently, didn't he? Uh, I think it was like an unexpected thing too. He might have. I know he really he like really struggled with weight after he played. Yeah, no, I think he did though. Dude, (laughs) when he came out of the womb, he was 13 pounds, three ounces. Damn. Christ. (laughs) It's a fucking wide load, dude. (laughs) Talk about being built different. (laughs) 13-pound baby coming out of the womb. Oh, Oh, man. Mom just gives birth to linebackers. All right, Andy, what's your best and worst? 
All right. Uh, my worst was uh, Brady throwing a pick six because we haven't talked about it. That was the game. To, that was the game change on that play. It was over. That was it. Yeah. That touchdown to open the second half. Yeah. Force a punt. Boom. Pick yep. six. And then the literally the first play. Yeah. Brady throws that over. Out. Flashbacks to the other game where we threw it to Logan Ryan to end Brady's career. Yeah. Yeah. It felt similar. Rich Cody, shout out white defensive backs. I'm going to shout out every white defensive back I come across because <laughs> I don't think there's been one in like 10 years, right? Uh, Jason Seahorn. Yeah, he hasn't played in 10 years. That's probably true. Adam Archuleta. Oh, uh, yeah, fuck. John Lynch That's... is somewhat recent, right? Oh, it's, I okay. think it's cornerbacks, I think is what it is now, isn't it? Because yeah, Harrison I... Smith is probably white. Oh, he definitely is. No, Although great. I was looking up the black quarterbacks thing, Patrick Mahomes is black. Yeah, yeah, yeah of course. What? what you he is. He was? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he looks <laughs> white, now, I guess. I don't. <laughs> he sounds white. Is that where do you even say? draw that line? Fucking I mean, racist. Yeah, you know, we're all from Pangea, right? So we're all. From... Yeah, I was. I was it's reading Cradle of Civilization. We're all. <laughs> I was reading another book by uh, Bill Bryson, something about the body. And apparently uh, the color of your skin is literally like the top paper-thin layer of your your epidermis. That's the only thing Ooh, that's shit. different between you and Patrick Mahomes, Greg. Yeah. Is that top layer and of skin. And I have a stronger arm. Well, you do have a uh, butt chin implant as well. Yeah. And a better-looking <laughs> wife. <laughs> oh, shit. Shots fired. They're not married yet, though. I know. What an idiot. 25 years old. He's about to make half a billion dollars. Yeah, that's ridiculous. God, the, I said make him an idiot. I'm, I'm pretty. Well, jealous. I would immediately divorce my wife if I became. <laughs> that. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Right, yeah, just, now, in 12 minutes in, I'm going to cut this so I can send it to Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just, I mean, just pull the fucking Steve McNair. There, there's a, there's a warning. No, there's Jesus the warning. You, you know. <laughs> Oh fuck! There it is. Um, speaking of worse, I have another worse, and it's our stat check department. Um, this probably includes me, but we talked about how in the snowball game, Tom Brady's rushing touchdown was the longest of his career. Yeah, it wasn't. Oh, <laughs> it was his touchdown in this game. Ten yards. Everybody remembers, yeah, for a whole ten yards, where he Woo! did a QB sneak for ten yards. Yeah, it wasn't even like a, it was a design QB sneak. Just, yeah, he just goosed the center and ran off his ass. Goosed him. Goosed him. That's got to be the longest sneak of all time. His 10-yard ten 10-yard ten touchdown was the longest of his career. So Wow. Good for him. That's got to be his longest QB sneak anywhere on the field, though. He could have kept going for 20 yards. So I'm sure it's his longest QB sneak, yeah, but he's had longer run. I think his longest is like 20-something yards. I so before everyone knew how for the that play was. I thought he looked a little faster now than he does – or, sorry, then than he does now. He looks pretty slow now when he runs. To be fair, he's, what, 40 years true. old now? So. Uh, <laughs> 20 years, yeah, it'll do that to him, man. Yeah, we're I'm a little slower now, too, than I was in high school. We're trying to get Scott to do a 40-yard dash and see if he's faster than Tom Brady or not. He's convinced. I feel like we should all do that. I'll do that. I'm definitely faster. Than so I'm not. You said it earlier, it's like 5'2 or something like that? It was like five two eight, yeah, something like that. I think I've got that. It's all about the start. 
Yeah, yeah there's no way I have that. We're, are we, we're gonna do that, weekend, right? that was the word on the street. Yeah. But, yeah. All right. I had one more note. Yeah. I, I, have a, I have an apology to make specifically to Steve. I listened to the, some of the episodes from the middle of the summer and I was, I was being a dick to you. <laughs> and I want you to know that I listened to it and I was being an asshole and I apologize, Steve. I wasn't mad at you. I was mad at myself. Okay. <laughs> I was struggling through quarantine and I'm sorry. That cool. being said, <laughs> there it is. <laughs> I was waiting for the other shoe to drop. <laughs> we, I asked for a timestamp in the week eight game against the Broncos at 45 minutes into that episode, you made the claim that Ryan Tannehill and Josh Allen were terrible quarterbacks. And I said, we were going to give weekly updates once the NFL started. <laughs> so <laughs> we check our notes here, Steve. Okay. Week one, NFL, Ryan Tanhill, 29 of 43 for 249 yards, two touchdowns and no picks, 97.9 rating, including a game-winning drive in the fourth quarter. Josh Allen, 16 points. Josh Allen, 33 of 46 for 312 yards, two touchdowns, no picks, and a 104.6 rating in a win for the Buffalo Bills. Who did they Against beat? the Jets. The case is not closed. I will admit that, but I will <laughs> update every week. It seems like you're losing the argument after week one, though. I feel I'm, I'm pretty confident. Less so in Josh Allen, more so in Ryan Tannehill. I'm on Team Greg, for sure. Both those guys are solid. Do you have them on your fantasy team? I don't. I just like them. <laughs> Josh Allen, I think, is the truth. He I threw for 300 yards. I think he could be good. He's a roller coaster. He can be really good or really bad. I think Tannehill yeah. sucks. I think we all know Tannehill sucks. We watched him in the Dolphins for years. I think like Steve we might saying. be able to throw for 300 yards against the Jets, though. <laughs> yeah, just just yeah. based on pure anger alone. <laughs> but like we were saying that in that. Shitty. Yeah. In that episode, we were saying that it's very circumstantial of how good a quarterback is. Like, you're on a bag organization. Yeah, you're gonna look, so, and we've only seen Tannehill on the Dolphins, so it's like it could be a product of being on a shitty team, you know? That's true. I mean, Sam Darnold, Exhibit One. Is, Nick Darnold. Foles is only good in the playoffs somehow, so I don't get That's that true. at all. Big Tannehill had a bunch of different coaches too, though. He had a bunch of different systems to try and succeed in, but who right. did Tannehill? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Ooh, I got a, I got a, I got a question, a, a theoretical question. Whose career would you rather have, Nick Foles or Ryan Fitzpatrick? Nick uh, Foles. Yeah, Foles for sure. Foles? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, just just compare nicknames. I think that kind of answers your question, no? It's magic. Is, That's I mean, an he awesome gets a, he gets a lot of that. But it, it's also think, Fitzpatrick. Yeah, I, I, maybe a better comparison would be like Doug Foodie or Fitzmagic. I feel they're pretty similar. Hmm. I think... I think uh, he made Fitzpatrick made more money. If it's Fitzpatrick and Doug Foodie, I'm going Fitzpatrick because I like to reach things on the top shelf. <laughs> Wait, what? I mean, I'd have Doug Foodie because he did that drop kick. He seemed to play like a little bit more than just quarterback on shit teams forever. He did. He also played for the Patriots, so that's a mm-hmm. a plus. In his. Also, I don't know if you know this, but both of them super good for the Bills. Fitzpatrick went to Harvard, so that's pretty sad. <laughs> yeah. He did? Why doesn't he anybody did. ever say that? People forget that. Who would guess that? <laughs> oh, fuck. 
I actually wrote a blog about this. You did? Uh-huh. Which one? You don't read my blogs that I put on our website, Andy? <laughs> I do, but you haven't written one in so long, I've forgotten them. Sir? Let's see here. I broke it down by a few different categories. Off the, off the field reputation, I gave it to Falls for the big dick neck. Fair. Um, legacy, I gave it to Nick Falls because he won a Super Bowl. Uh, money Fitzpatrick may, has made more. He made fifty-eight million compared to thirty for Nick Foles. Nick Foles is younger though, isn't he? So he's still got a few years on him. Uh, yeah, yeah. So does Fitzpatrick yeah. though? It might change. Future prospects. I think if you're talking about who could have, like, who could uh, make the next step, like into the booth, it's definitely Fitzpatrick, right? Definitely, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Way more charisma. Yeah, he's a hybrid guy. He's, he's probably pretty smart. Here. You got a 49 on the fucking... On the Wonderlick, yeah. On the Wonderlick. What a dickhead. Uh, and then finally, I based them on sex appeal. And I mean, it's pretty clear that Fitzpatrick yeah. wins that one. That's true. That is, oh, yeah. Just the beard alone. Is this a new blog post or is this one you've had up? No, I wrote it back when he was when he was on Tampa Bay. Remember he showed up at that press conference yes. with the sunglasses and the oh chest hair God, coming man. out? That's when I wrote it because I was like, oh, man, this guy is fucking killing it right now. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, that, was, that was peak Fitzpatrick, wasn't it? Because didn't he come in for Winston and throw like for four James. touchdowns or something? Yeah, yeah. 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 Just torch it. somebody. I'll bet that the Patriots sign him for like one year as a backup. Like Brian Hoyer moves on, stick Fitzpatrick back there. I don't know if they could afford him. <laughs> I found it. I found an Eagles fan that has a tattoo of it says it's an eagle perched on a Lombardi with a Brady jersey in its hand, and it says <laughs> "Big Dick Nick" over it. <laughs> As you do. Imagine it so Philadelphia to get a <laughs> yeah. A Completely Nick. forgetting about the first one. Yeah. <laughs> So just, and just, just think, have though, another man's penis tattooed on you, essentially, <laughs> is what he did. <laughs> but just think what would happen. Just think of the tattoos that would come out of a Buffalo Bills Super Bowl victory. Oh, yeah. They'd be and like full back bottom. tattoos yeah. in that same vein. Which is crazy. I didn't realize, Unintended. I guess, on me, but the Music City Miracle was the year before. It was like 99, right? Yep. Yeah. So that's the last time Buffalo was kind of in the playoffs and relevant. Mm. They were in Haven't they not really. won a home playoff game since then, right? Didn't they win the week before and then that happened? Something like that. You might be right. I don't no. think it was a wild card round. I thought it was like the division or something like that. Yeah. There was, that was the year that Flutie started like all the games and got them to the playoffs. And then they yeah. put Rob Johnson in, in like oh, week 17 shit. and he lit it up. So they started him in the playoffs. <laughs> Well, then they put Flutie back in, and then he brought yes. him back, and then the miracle, yeah. Yeah. And then the miracle happened, dude. Poor Doug. Well, Buffalo hasn't won a home playoff game since whatever before that was. Since Jim Kelly. Yeah. <laughs> That's tough. Not good. Still, Robbie Bills and Lions. Yeah, that was eye-opening, listening to a Lions fan talk about. Yeah, and then watching week fan. one. Yeah, and then watching week one where they just got <sighs> – Absolutely wrecked at the he end. He was mad on the play, on the group chat. I'm surprised. I feel like he'd be numb to that by now, but nope, I guess he was, oh, he was pissed. so pissed. He was yelling at all us. <laughs> you're complaining about for not like the Celtics losing or something stupid like that. 
Right, yeah, whatever. That was pretty bad, though. Bad. <laughs> Classic Lions. Mm. What's the All next right, like, terrible way that they're going to lose? Like, what's worse? Like, the, how can they lose worse? What's happening next? They'll find a way. Don't put limits on their creativity, Scott. They'll, be, they'll find yeah, a way. That's fair. Like, they'll fumble it on, like, a kneel to run the <laughs> clock out. <laughs> Ooh, that'd be Stafford will goes, throw it over he his head by accident. They'll return it for a touchdown. He slips. Sorry, Trevor. I did see I have some blog post or something back in the day. Some guy, a Browns fan, ranked all of the Browns' losses by how heartbreaking they were. <laughs> Starting with the, the like the most heartbreaking all the way through. And it was like hundreds of them. <laughs> and they were just like, you know, a couple lines for each game. And just the way that the Cleveland Browns can lose football games will blow your absolute mind. I really it's incredible. You should look that up and attach to the show notes. Okay, yeah. Every Browns lost since 1999 ranked. <laughs> How many are there? Uh, it's got to be a 186. lot. 186. Oh. Ouch. 86, uh, 186 through 138. Eh, these aren't that bad. <laughs> yeah let's just let's what pick one at random uh, number 67 at Baltimore 2004 week 9 27 to 13 in a game that included a 7 yard punt by the Browns a tip drill <laughs> interception by Ed Reed in his own end zone was returned 106 yards for the game ceiling touchdown <laughs> <laughs> and that was what number 67 what's number 1 67 no no uh, all right. Really, maybe we, let's wait for the Cleveland game, read through them, and then do that. Okay. Yeah. All right. We'll save some of these. I have someone these are good. lined up for that game too. Hey, we could do a Browns on Browns just on this post. Browns on Browns on Browns. Yeah. This is this is bad. It's 2001 was the the number one in game. 2001. These are bad. Oh, the the loss against uh, New England where they were up 26-14 oh, yes. and New England came back. With the onside's kick. Yeah, that's number six. Mark Ferrari was at that game and left early and, and had to <laughs> listen to it in the yeah. parking lot. <laughs> Never leave a game early. Yeah. Patriots score a touchdown with 61 seconds left, recover the onside's kick, and then score another touchdown 30 seconds later. <laughs> to win 27-26. We that was, that was number six. That's not even top five. Not even top five. All right, let's save it for the Browns. All right. On the Titans? I don't think I have anything else on the Titans. You can call them the tits, which is really cool. Oh. I like that. The Titans, Titans. of industry. <laughs> All right, boys. What do we have next week? Next week, we are at home against the Jets in a game that has playoff implications. Yeah. Do I just skip the rest of the season? <laughs> Anybody? A little bit, yeah. We may, yeah. I don't think we're gonna want to talk about the chess game, but yeah. I mean, uh, you know we'll get through it, Greg. Remember, remember when we were at the Titans game, Greg, and we were just getting the doors blown off. This is like two years ago. Mm-hmm. We went to naturally pay all that money, and then they just got the shit kicked out of us. I was wearing your starter jacket, and I want to leave, and you're like, you got to sit and take your lumps. Yep. So I think it's we're going to do the Jets episode next week. That's true. That's Greg, true. I think you should get blind drunk for it, though. Who are we playing? The Jets? The Jets at home with playoff implications. 
I don't think I'm spilling anything when I tell you it doesn't go great. <sighs> All right. <laughs> I'll be there. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna talk about the game though. That's my promise. It's like I'll show up, but I'm gonna make. I'm gonna make a mockery of the pod. So how is this any different from any other week? <laughs> Let me guess. You're not gonna watch the game either. <laughs> what do you want me to research, Andy? I'm gonna. I'll find something that's completely unrelated. I'll get you something. Greg, you gave us a great story about Steve McNair. I yeah. heard about Dave and Buster's waitresses. I yeah, about everything. That's my niche here. Is uh, I'm the I'm the research guy, not the watch guy. I like that. That's yeah, <laughs> you're the derailer. Yes, <laughs> that as well. Uh-huh. Yeah. So you if doing? if you have any uh, any comments about any of the Brown brothers, what are we saying? Uh, tell us who's your least favorite, why it's Steve, and by how much. Mm. You can uh, go. You can rate this podcast at ratethispodcast.com/slash/patspod. Um, Are you talking to me? Because I'll give Steve by far yeah. the worst. He's the worst by a shit ton. <laughs> That's fine. I'll just get Trevor to give me a really nice one. He's the worst by like eight Dave and Buster's waitresses. Right. <laughs> Iranian Dave and Buster's. Sorry, waitresses. I forgot that part. Yeah. So if you want to go to ratethispodcast.com/slash/patspod, you can rate the podcast. You can tell us how much you hate Steve I'm or tell good. us how how uh, how great Greg's insights into these games have been <laughs> yeah oh the field was bad <laughs> Dude, if they don't give me highlights there's there's nothing I can do it's out of my control <laughs> it isn't but okay glad you think that how about this uh, I'll give a I'll give a little recap on the playoffs Next yeah, week. Yeah, that's a good idea. Because we're not going to last week of the season. We're not going to. Okay. <laughs> I'll give the AFC side next week, and then the NFC side the week after. For Third all the way around, but yeah, that sounds great. Yeah, Why the other way around? Give us the NFC next week because the because the Patriots are part of the AFC picture yeah. at the end. Yeah, yeah. We okay. get into that. Play what if? Okay. Yeah. Exactly. All right, gentlemen. Pleasure as always. Enjoy your evenings. And we'll see you next week on the Patriots Dynasty Podcast. See you later. See you later. See you later.